1: Hey, what's going on? Ah, those bums won their court case, so they're marching today. What bums? The fucking Nazi party. Illinois Nazis. I hate Illinois Nazis. This is insane,
0: you guys. Yo, this is sexy. Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the Panels on Pages.com podcast with your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the
2: end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it.
0: Jason Nyes. Motherfucker,
3: babies. I
4: won best costume. Jose Guzman.
3: Yeah, I know nothing about
4: Firestorm, except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Boy, oh, love, it. it appears
0: we got a penis in the mouth. <laughs>
1: I glued
0: my fucking eyes shut! <laughs> I just want to see all these Yelp reviews of Jose's giz. <laughs> oh, sorry, I knocked over the salt. Like you had anything better to do. Hey,
2: what's going on, everybody? Today is Tuesday, August 15, 2017. These are strange fucking days. Strange days. I'm your host, Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and this is episode number 389 of the PanelsOnPages.com podcast. Find all our shows at PCN.PanelsOnPages.com. Uh, joining me tonight, we've got Mr. Jason Ives. Back fiefing gezicht.
3: Jose <laughs> Guzman. You ain't fooling nobody, Orlando Courthouse. I'm of your fucking games.
2: <laughs> and uh, temporarily, at least, uh, the
0: esteemed Mister Kelly Harris. What's going on, sir? Uh, they sure did give up on Baron Corbin. Oh.
4: Oh, did he cash in? He cashed in and lost. <laughs> oh no. Nah,
0: that's okay. Baron Corbin sucks.
4: He kind of does. Like he was good. Yeah, he's terrible. He was. He was good for that few months in NXT. When he was having uh, thirty-second matches, but that's that's a damn shame. I I just hate to see the money in the bank brief- briefcase getting shit on like that.
0: Yeah, no, that was the weird thing. I I think they've realized they made a mistake. <laughs> 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 oh man, that's funny.
4: Nah, you gotta you gotta just when you put uh, the money in the bank briefcase in a dude's hand like that. Sure, they don't always have to win. But you go go with it. Like, look at fucking Jinder Mahal. They didn't. They didn't think that that was going to last. That was that on paper. That's a horrible idea. But it's lasted, oh, yeah. and it's it has improved. So you put the belt on the guy. Sure, he sucks at first, but ho- he sinks or swims. So either he becomes a CM
0: Punk or he becomes a Jack Swagger. <laughs> oh. Well, Ginger successfully fended off a money in the bank attempt, so yeah, that's, that's not good for him. That's
1: nuts! <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: Man, fuck Jack Swagger. I'm
0: going to have to watch.
3: But why even give it to a guy
0: just. Again, they've realized nothing. their mistake. Who, who,
3: who was, else was in that fight?
4: Uh, was, the,
0: the that won? Pretty much
4: all the top guys on SmackDown. Yeah. So, Owens, Sami Zayn,
0: uh, Shin- Shinsuke, yeah.
3: Shinsuke hasn't won this motherfucker by now. Well, he's, he's in the title him.
0: match, but he's probably going to lose to Jinder.
4: What? Yeah, he he's he's in the title match at Summerslam this weekend versus Jinder. And they're going to punk him. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's hey well.
0: you, you you can't hinder Jinder. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. He's going. He's going, and the the train ain't stopping.
3: WWE loves bringing guys up just to fucking. Make them hold paper, huh?
4: Well, that's
0: the <laughs> problem. That's
4: the problem. Is they're great on NXT and then they bring them up and, and they don't know what to do with them. It'll change. It'll it'll work itself out eventually.
3: Yeah. Probably not.
4: I don't get it. He I'm at- makes faces and moves his arms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually pretty stoked for uh, NXT TakeOver and SummerSlam this weekend and then the Mae Young Classic... Uh, airs a finally. week for Monday.
3: Oh, the Su Young classic! They finally uh,
4: released the tapes. No Su Young. <laughs> and man, I watched the uh, uh,
2: CZW pay per view or event that you were talking about last week, Kelly. I watched that yes. with my brother, and what a what a weird shit show that whole thing was. <laughs> like, oh boy, that Janella, their Rush match was good.
0: I, I love that match. It
2: was a fucking mess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just a goddamn mess. And you
2: saw what I meant
0: about the skewer spot being extra gross.
2: Oh my god. Worse than the skewer
4: spot was the sound it made.
0: <laughs> the skewer spot. <laughs>
4: oh, so gross. Skewer so, spot so the skewer spot sounds like a, a a kebab restaurant in a strip mall. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like cool. where I need to go for lunch on Tuesday. <laughs>
2: But it's not. It was just poor <laughs> Shane Strickland's face. But to answer the uh, the question you had, Nias, nice, when we were watching all those live events, is like, what the fuck do they do when they come out? Like, what do they do with their music or whatnot? The answer,
4: nothing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they, they just kind of, because uh, it's not like they're airing on YouTube or anything. They're streaming on their own streaming service, or what is it, WWN they're streaming on? Uh, no, this was on high spots. Well, it's you think on high something, spots, something, but not nothing, not a so, goddamn thing. So yeah, they, it's not like they've got uh, you know copyright uh,
0: bots on high spots streaming, but oh I, know. I but, feel- know, but most often if they do end up like uploading the match to YouTube, as, like a oh it's a special best of Shane Strickland week or something. They usually cr- uh, cut out the intros so you don't get the music. Sure, sure, sure. sure. sure.
2: Yeah, I think this. That's me being butthurt because like you know what I can't put a fucking anything up but you to be like no no nickel for you. Oh
4: <laughs> I um I'm, I'm testing our YouTube capabilities this week with uh, part part of our break, so we'll we'll see if YouTube nags, uh, snags us for anything.
1: But like it, you, like you also it.
4: figure the commentators are talking over their intro most of the time, so it's not just right. the straight music track and you got the right, crowd right. noise and such. Hey
0: ECW sure. did it for years. So, yeah, somehow. And that's the reason why it took so long to go up on the network was cuz they had to scrub all the music. Right.
4: Right, yeah. I loved when the network was first coming out and they were like all of your favorite wrestling unedited. I'm like, yeah, unedited, sure. You're not going to touch that
0: <laughs> whatsoever. Watch a new Jack match it just feels <laughs> wrong. <laughs> <laughs> It's just unlicensed rap music
4: now. Like, they, they don't even have the rights to some of their own music sometimes. Oh. No. Nuts. What is it? Uh, yeah, man. See what's going on? Uh, what's happening, Lee? You, you this, seem distraught. Ah, just fucking this, the world. <laughs> yeah. <Lee's, laughs> the goddamn world. Lee sent out a string of tweets this evening, which was some of the most serious I've ever seen Lee get. Yeah, I don't I don't get sincere with my tweets lately, but goddamn. I'm not saying you're not sincere, but like serious. Like not even not even a, not even a little joke thrown in there. <laughs> no, no, I'm just not feeling very jokey as I fucking go through my Twitter feeds. Yeah.
2: I did make one joke though, as I did tell Nicole I'm like, is this what it was like for like, you know, ultra conservative people for eight years, but they were just getting really hot about like, you know, <laughs> human rights and health care. <laughs>
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> These motherfuckers are getting married! These are the biggest, are getting married!
2: <laughs> I don't know. But,
0: well, I know have what? a co worker who has a racist mom, and he walked in on her yelling at the TV at Obama, You are a Muslim!
2: <laughs> uh. oh. And it puts me in a weird spot. Like, like, you know, again, living in the South, you know, I've seen my fair share of Confederate flags. I'm not a lot of Nazi flags, but they, they, they let them bitches fly. And, you know, like, I'm a big I'm a big free speech person. Always have been. You know what I mean? Like, so, you know, on the one hand, it's like, yeah, you know what? If they want to have their little fucking stupid angry white boy rally. That's fine. But with, then it's like... With
4: their LARP shields? Ugh. But... <laughs>
2: Like, the flip side of that is, like, if you're going to do that, though, if that's if that's what you're going to use your lawful right to assembly for, that's cool. But then don't be surprised if someone punches you in the fucking mouth for it. Like, yeah. you can't just spout hateful shit and, like, have no consequences. But then the other side of me said it goes, okay, well, like, violence will only beget more violence. So, like, that's not good either.
5: Yeah, you know, well.
4: Slug and fools, you know, that's only going to lead to escalation. That's, that's a good point. Until you go back and you think about how we solved this Nazi problem back in the forties, that is also true. You know, we didn't uh, we didn't sit down and ha- have a nice civil discussion with uh, the Fuhrer. Yeah. Which is, I mean, like, ugh. but it's so impossible. You can't have those discussions with these motherfuckers. Like, no, you look,
2: can't. It's just they're garbage. Pe- they're garbage people. Every one of them is just fucking garbage people. I saw some stuff about you know these these fucking, these photos are
4: getting uh, losing their jobs and shit. I'm like yeah, yeah <laughs>
0: good,
1: good, <laughs> good. Fuck them. Uh,
0: when uh, Trump- if you're gonna have those beliefs, own up to them. Yeah.
4: When Trump said this afternoon that he's like you know there there's some good people on on the the one side the the Ugh. the uh, protect the statue side, and I tweeted it out basically. You know what? I will give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe there are some good people on that side but as soon as the first nazi flag got unfurled at that protest you're either going home or you're switching to the other side if you're yeah, that's some, just something like some you know uptight just you know civil war historian is there like i gotta protect this <laughs> wait whoa
1: ten, whoa whoa <laughs> this ten is burns. not what
0: i signed up for <laughs> What the hell? I like the civil war, not the world war. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah, I kinda I I made a analogy to Mary tonight. It's like, you know, I fucking love pizza. Imagine if I went into this pizza place, I'm just eating the best pizza I've ever eaten in my life. I'm enjoying it, the ambiance is great. All of a sudden, twenty Nazis walk in through the door, order their pizzas, and then sit down at the table right next to me. Uh, first of all, I'm going to lose my appetite. Second of all, I'm going to start thinking that pizza isn't so great. And maybe <laughs> I shouldn't buy pizza from that uh, specific establishment.
3: Hey, if you let them take away the taste of pizza, they already won.
2: Ugh, this fucking it's awful. It's all awful. And, it's like, and then in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, look. Real talk, self. We got what? Three years and change left? Like, if we just... We're gonna hold out for that. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna
3: be okay. Like, no, that motherfucker's gonna try squatter rights. He's not going nowhere.
2: <laughs> it <laughs> is going get back to be. Track. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna try to repair some of the public lands and shit. We're gonna fix it. It's gonna be
3: okay.
4: We're gonna get there. It's gonna be fine. Yeah, it is. It is going to be a struggle up to the last millisecond. Like every like every day
2: is like just a living. It gets better. Campaign promo. <laughs> like every day, it's like. Ugh. <laughs> Awful. But otherwise what's going on in the world? See, uh I had my jujitsu tournament this Saturday. Yes. Yeah, you did. my arm fucking wrecked, son. <laughs> <laughs> uh it was wild. They they uh they told us ahead of time that it was gonna be absolute division, open weight. And so I guess must have been there must not have been a lot of uh even not a lot of heavyweight turnout, or maybe only one person signed up for Absolute or something. I don't know. But it was a small bracket. Nobody showed up but me and one other dude to fight. That kind of sucked. So since it became like best of three, who's gonna win? Okay, fine. Who's this guy? Dude shows up and uh, my buddy Frame was their coach. I mean, he look and he's guy's in good shape. You know, probably weighs about a buck sixty. So my buddy, your friend, looks at him, looks at me, and looks at him, and looks at me. And he goes, "I'd rather fight him than you." <laughs> That, that is better <laughs> yeah. and it was great it's going it's going fucking great i'm feeling good like i'm strong and i'm like i'm just powering through he goes out. to throw this triangle up <laughs> and he's doing shit doing nothing right like i can hang out in this thing all day long it's never gonna finish it's fine
3: the motherfucker you're gonna need longer arms
2: yeah it's just nothing's <laughs> gonna happen you know and he can feel it i can feel it i gotta get past this fucking knee. That's all i gotta do you know move for the knee. He grabs my wrist for wrist lock. I say, no, fuck you. No wrist lock. And when I move my arm back to get out of the wrist lock, he snatches that motherfucker up and arm bars me from the guard so fast and so hard my elbow went pop, pop, pop. Oh. Three. A loud pops in succession. And I scream like a bitch. <laughs> it hurt so bad. <laughs> he fucking rockets up. His face is sheet white and everyone around is going
1: Oh.
2: <laughs> like it was, it was so fucking bad. And he was like, oh, my God, are you okay? I'm so sorry. Like we, you know, He walked me to the fucking medical tent himself and shit like that. He was a good dude. We're Facebook friends now. <laughs> 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 it's a good dude. But I'm, I'm still nursing some wounds. But it, it was it was a lot of fun. I had a good time. It was a good day. And you know, The best run tournament I've ever been to. Everything was, like, tight. And, you know, t- time was great. They didn't fuck you over all day long. So we went out and we had a date afterwards, you know, meet with a, you know, Slinged
4: arm. <laughs> we, we went to the mall and looked at Legos. It was fun. Did you wear your medal around like Kurt Angle? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh...
2: Look, you win a medal. You wear the medal for the day. You just do. You just fucking do. But yeah. Uh, see, other than that, man, not a whole lot going on except uh,
4: now we got we got fucking ants in the we got ants we got ants in the house. we are done- they in your pants? <laughs> We've dealt with ants a couple times the past week.
2: We've never ha- we, we have never had ants. And
4: like the Nazis drive
2: in the them out bathroom. So like <laughs> I went to put Jacks in the bath yesterday and I'm just like wait the wait the the fuck what huh?
1: What were they ants came pouring out of the faucet. They
2: were they were pouring all over the like the cabinet above the bathroom the the toilet. I don't know what the fuck they were doing up there. Like, what was attracting them, but we, you know, I'm sure he said that they are. So we, you know, made the pack. You know, I'm going to go get the stuff to kill the ants and all this stuff. And, you know, this fancy spancy bait stations and gel and whatever. And I come home, and Nicole has completely emptied the bathroom because he's so skeeved out. I'm like, well, now you took away the thing they were going to. So now they're not swarming around. Now they're not going to carry the shit back to their house.
5: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> come on.
2: Look, like, that's how ants work. But we were going to scorch the fucking earth with these little tiny invader bastards.
4: Not in my house. God damn it. I don't think so. Not on my watch, bitch. Yeah, I have a little uh, side table where I sit on the couch and I left out a plate from, I think I made some like cinnamon toast. And, Did it crunch? Uh, oh! it, it was crunchy. And I left the plate out overnight, and I go and sit down, and there's just ants just all over this plate. Ugh. And I look, and uh. it looked like they had crawled out of the electrical outlet. Oh, God. Like they had come up the side of the building <laughs> and crawled in through the electrical outlet because they smelled cinnamon toast. Oh, no. And then, These little fuckers, man. They're the, resourceful. the best thing about ants is, even if you get every single one of them, you just feel like you've got ants on you all the time. Yep. Yeah, I was at my desk at work today, like scratching. <laughs> like, whoa, 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 you dumbass. Uh, did you, uh, Lee? Did you watch Rick and
2: Morty this week? I I got halfway through and I was so tired last night. I got I got to pick it up,
4: and watch it tonight. But you at least saw a uh, million ants. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that episode though. I the only two episodes I've seen are that episode and the one we watched at Mahoney's. Oh, I love it so much. Oh, so start good. start
3: start from the bottom.
4: I don't think uh, I we watched it on PlayStation Review. I don't think they have all all the episodes. What is it on? Is it on Netflix or Hulu? It is on Hulu. The first two seasons. Yeah. And I would
2: highly recommend starting from the beginning just because it's fucking solid. It's all good. Yeah, it it has some good moments. Very clever. Um, that's about all I got, man. Um, picked up some primes. Dealing with them right now. I got uh, so we're up to seventy four, I think seventy four, seventy three, seventy four,
3: something like that. So, goddamn, what what is the American record of prime zoned? Oh, I don't know. I saw a kick-ass
2: picture on Twitter the other day. Somebody had it was impressive to look at. It It was nice. A lot of fucking primes.
3: It, it was a real so pretty nice sure setup. You too. probably don't beat
2: the Asian out. No, no, definitely not.
3: That so so that, that's why I'm sticking to America.
2: Yeah, but even then, like, it's not like I have, like, I don't even have like all of them. Much less like these crazy fuckers that have multiples or whatever. Like,
3: yeah, I'm not counting multiples. I'm
2: like actually that. nowhere near close. Believe it or not, like, there's a ton of them.
3: Multiples don't count. Yeah. Like I was
2: just talking about uh, with Goat the other day how they made. They made this weird one. Do you guys remember Lemon Pepsi? Yes. Yeah. Or the well, no, Pepsi Twist, they call it. That was it. Pepsi Twist, they called it. Yeah. Oh, you've got that one? I know. I do not have that one. Oh. That's what I'm talking about. They made, they made one that was so the, the it's a G1 cab and it's in the Pepsi colors. So, like, you know, the kind of the, the wavy glow pattern, which granted, the blue and red's not a huge, you know, leap, but that's what they got. And the trailer, instead of being like the semi trailer, is, you know. It's basically modeled model to hold like a one liter bottle of Pepsi twist on its side. And so that's a thing they sold at some point. And, you know, that thing's worth like $400 fucking dollars. Like, I'll never have that because I don't give a shit. But they made all kinds <laughs> of weird ones like that. I made one that's like an iPod, iPod dock and just every possible color combination. There's a ton of that shit. That's pretty good. And as Zoe once sold me, it's you know, like, top ten. So, little asshole.
3: Well, you at least got Tennessee beat, right? Like Probably, king Probably. prime of Tennessee.
2: I'll take that. I'll I'll put my shit up against anybody's in this t- <laughs> around here. I'll be the prime champion of the the region. I'll go southeast. <laughs> 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 it's my territory. <laughs> what's has going on, Kelly? What what wrestling have you? I got a quick quick question about about all this wrestling. Yes. So you're watching like the uh, like New Japan, right? That's because yes,
0: the, they run the G1.
2: Yeah. So is the G1 is it? Do they have English commentators or is it purely in Japanese?
0: Um, for the first two nights they did, and for the last three nights they did. The rest is all just Japanese commentary. All right.
2: I'm just curious. Cause I, I just can't help but think that that you know affects what you're watching, good or bad, one way or the other. Like it has to have a fa- have a factor into
5: it.
0: I've come to the point now where I've watched enough shows without commentary like where they just don't have anything that a lot of the times if I can if I want to tune it out I can and I regardless of whether it's English or Japanese, I don't notice it.
4: I thought you were gonna say you watched so much Japanese wrestling at this point that you understand Japanese
0: you
5: can't you <laughs> No, what
0: uh, the funny it. thing is I understand more. When I'm watching a match with Japanese commentary, than I do when I'm watching a match with Spanish commentary. And I took three years of Spanish. <laughs> That's hilarious. So that goes to show what happens when you actually give a fuck about what you're learning. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> true. Suck it, Miss Gonzalez. <laughs>
2: but yes, the uh, the G1. Did they do that thing make you pick up. a Spanish name, a Mexican name, in your Spanish class?
0: No, thankfully. Yeah, we had to do that. It was ridiculous. No, that would happen like you had the option to but like no one did it lee you okay. yeah lee your last name is rodriguez <laughs>
4: did they really make you pick a spanish name <laughs> yeah yeah i was in spanish
2: class i was sancho
1: oh, oh no <laughs>
0: <laughs> sancho isn't that, I that from that orgasmo, I really orgasmo. <laughs> I go, i'm sancho <laughs> see for uh, for uh, my class, they would do it where if your name was close to a Spanish name, they would have you do that, but like, right. there ain't shit close to Kelly. Oh,
2: so if Kelly you were Mike, they you Miguel
0: all year long? Yeah. yeah like, like, if you were Joe, you were Jose, or fucking yeah, something, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the G1 wrapped up. It was it was a long tournament, but very good in the end. Uh, Tetsuya Naito, my boy, Los Ingobernables, Took home the title.
4: Nice. The, uh, the
0: G1 belt. Not the belt. You fucking G1 King with that guy? Oh, yeah. King yeah, Tranquilo. Right I thought for sure Juice Newton was going to win. <laughs> juice t- Juice had a good year.
4: Juice had a very good year. I just wanted <laughs> I- want to say Juice Newton. <laughs> Man, it makes me want to get some juice and a Fig Newton.
0: That's a pretty good wrestling name. It's no Blaston McMaster, but it's a pretty good wrestling oh, name. Yeah, his real name is Juice Robinson. That's amazing. <laughs> But formerly uh, C.J. Parker in NXT, right? Who left NXT realizing he wasn't going anywhere, and then went to New Japan and went came up through the dojo and has now turned himself into an awesome wrestler.
4: Yeah, no, good for that guy. C- yeah, C.J. Parker, who pretty much invented the alt left.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and who in another universe murdered Kevin Owens in his first NXT match. Yeah. Because he hit him with a palm strike and almost sent his nose through his brain. He did. Oh, God. He did. He it was real bad. Another universe. Kevin no Owens probably
3: died from that. They had the same one that uh, the gas station exploded when I did my lighter. While gas. <laughs> that's a fucking, That's a crazy-ass universe going on up there. <laughs>
0: But yeah, The uh, the finals were Kenny Omega versus Naito. Uh, Naito won by beating Hiroshi Tanahashi in the finals of the A block. And on the final night of the B block, Kenny Omega finally defeated uh, Kazuchika Okada, putting their series at 1-1-1. After Okada won at Wrestle Kingdom, they went to a time limit draw at Dominion, and then Omega finally was able to put him away. So now... There'll be a title match at some point. But what and... about,
4: what about Shibata and Mon Mothma?
0: Well, Shibata did show up <laughs> and it was a very heartfelt moment. I cried because he came back after almost dying in the ring <laughs> and he just came out as a surprise and all he, he took a bump, which was huge. He just, Came out to the ring, did a flat back bump, which no one ever expected he'd be able to do again. He grabbed the mic, said in Japanese, I'm alive, that's all, and then walked to the back. Wow. It was an incredible moment. Like, no one knew it was happening. All of a sudden, they were about to go to intermission. They announced the uh, official date for the next Wrestle Kingdom, and then his music hit, and just everyone lost their minds.
4: But like, the way Japanese people lose their mind—it was like no, very-
0: it was huge. <laughs> like just this huge <laughs> ovation, people jumping up and down and just weeping. Like it was incredible. That's funny. Yeah. Like, so- no, no,
2: they really legit bopped.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> it, it was huge. Like it just because no one ever expected him to walk out again. Because it was he—he he almost died for a while. He could only see out of half of his eye. Eyes. oh god like he could only he it wasn't like one eye didn't work it was that half of each eye didn't work jesus and there it seems like there was a while where they had he was just walking around without part of his skull because of uh swelling in his brain
1: god what that's <laughs>
0: what happens when you don't you shouldn't do just straight head oh god he was super dehydrated, and mixing that with the uh, the headbutt, it, he collapsed in the back and had a massive hematoma in his brain. Yeesh. Yeah. Mm. My dad always told me, no one wins in a headbutt. Nope. <laughs> Goddamn reels it gets. But then, uh, so finals happens. Naito beats Kenny Omega. And then, I have to talk about what Kota Ibushi and Kenny Omega are doing <laughs> because it is. No one else is doing storytelling and wrestling like this right now.
2: Not for nothing, but Busha really does sound like a tag team partner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this was not on the show. This was posted online on uh, New Japan's Twitter and I think their YouTube. Uh, after the match, you see Omega walk to the back with the, the help of the Young Bucks. And as he's there, as he's walking through, you know, the photographers and stuff are there taking pictures... And Ibushi is waiting for him in the hallway. And the Young Bucks kind of back away. They give him a moment. Ibushi walks up to him. He puts a towel on Omega's shoulder. Omega stops, puts his hand on Ibushi's. They share a glance. And then Omega just walks off and throws hmm. the towel on the ground. Because they've been just slowly building up the feud. The, it's not even really a feud. It's just the story between them. Because they... Years ago in DDT, they were the Golden Lovers. And that's
3: <laughs> Ahead of their time.
0: Yeah. And that's, uh, I guess it was a shoot as well as them just being a tag team. And then they both went their separate ways. And then two years ago in New Japan, you had Ibushi challenging AJ Styles for the heavyweight championship. You had Kenny Omega, who was part of Bullet Club at the time, accompany AJ out to the ring. And you saw at one point he gets up on the ring apron, debating if he should interfere or not. And you just see he eventually doesn't, but it's enough that Ibushi looks at him for a second and then gets caught by AJ. And that's how the match ends.
2: That sounds really sweet. So I thought this could make it together.
0: And then later, you just see there was on... On Twitter, I don't know where... The, no one's really quite sure where the picture came from. But it's of the night where that happened after the match. Omega sitting outside in the rain by himself just looking sad. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. It's, they've been building this story in a way I've never seen anything built before <laughs> in wrestling. It's incredible. That's wild as hell. And it's... Oddly romantic, and I don't know where they're going to go with it. <laughs> Fucking wrestling, you guys. It the, the king of sport. The only real sport. So why are you leaving us tonight, Kelly? Where are you going after this? I have got to go work the uh, DC uh, Batman Metal Midnight Release.
1: Ow! Metal! Yeah! g g g g g
2: so what's the word on this metal, Kelly? How you feel about it? What's happening? What's the vibe? What's the word on the street?
0: Uh it sounds cool. I mean, it originally was going to be called Dark Crisis, and Batman rides a dinosaur in it, so that's rad. <laughs> it does ride a dinosaur. That is all true. And then there's the big spoiler that came out about something that happens in the book that sounds interesting.
4: Yeah, Joker's a Velociraptor.
0: Oh man, I'd be into that. <laughs> <laughs> I won't, I won't say what the spoiler is, but it's a A character shows up that is not from the DC universe. It's also not a Watchman.
1: Oh, shit. Huh. Wolverine. Right.
3: Fox said fuck you.
4: It, it's Quail Man.
1: <laughs>
0: and then the other thing I want to talk about from this week is I've been playing a shit ton of the... Demo for uh, Monster Hunter Stories on the DS. Oh, yeah. Keep forgetting that that's a thing. They give you, like, the demo, and it's just the first few hours of the game. I played five and a half hours before it got to the point where it's like, oh, you need to play the full game to progress farther in the story. Wow. Like, that's a big ass demo. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and then even after that, you can still just go wander around and do, like, sub quests and stuff. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> The Aces L- demo, wow. Yeah, no, I was, I'm super psyched with it. It's kind of just like a game on its own. I really recommend checking it out. I've had a super fun time with it. And I've never played a uh, Monster Hunter game prior to this, and it I, it seems like a good entry point because it's different from the others. It's more like a traditional RPG. You get to hunt monsters. I take it. Yeah, you hunt down monsters, and they they're your friend too.
2: Okay. So you got a slight Pokemon vibe out of it? A little (coughs) bit?
0: Yes, very much so. Alright. Check that shit out.
2: what you got going on, Mr. Nyes?
4: I watched some cool shit this week, but I want to start off with probably the saddest moment of my week. I don't know if you guys saw this on Twitter or not. But The Rock got his Brahma Bull tattoo covered up.
2: Oh, yeah. I did see a picture of that, yeah. I don't (laughs) like it.
4: Yeah, you didn't see this, Jose? No, what? He got it covered up with this huge black and gray, like, it, uh, it's a bull skull that's just weathered wow. and, and uh, broken. And it's it's a really well-done tattoo and keeps the theme of the Brahma bull. But man, it just made me real sad. Cause- yeah, it's like it's not that... Like, I mean, the the Brahma Bull's iconic. Yeah. So Mm. iconic that he uses it as his logo for all of his companies. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. (laughs) Very odd. It's on his Under Armour sneakers. It's on his clock app. Yeah, it's a dope tattoo, but not quite the same.
1: Hmm.
2: But you know what? Oh, this motherfucker's got wings. He's flying around my
4: face, taunting me. Oh, wing dance? (laughs) Wing ants. Look at this motherfucker. Oh. Oh, you fucking prick. It's Antony. <laughs> oh. But you know what? It might have made Is me there sad. Only that one photo? Pretty much. Oh, I'm going to kill your whole goddamn family. It, it might make me sad. But it's not making me sad to the point where I would go out and protest the rock covering up his Brahma Bull tattoo. Well, that's good to know. But you know
3: what? Maybe he's just—he's so swoll. The tattoo looks itty bitty now.
4: I mean, it's old <laughs> and it's not—it's <laughs> not, it's not the greatest tattoo in the world. But still, it's—it's it's like, man. And also, think about movie roles. Like the his left arm—it's got that huge Samoan tribal stuff, and like that's tough to explain away. As for, for any movie character. And I need then, to airbrush his whole goddamn arm. Right, right, right. Like, you're adding more tattoos to... Yeah, but at this point, I don't think he gives
3: a fuck It doesn't about matter. He
4: just plays The, the Rock
3: He said, I'm Black Adam in a non-Shazam movie. <laughs> That's what I fucking think.
4: You know what? Uh, but I love The Rock, and I'll always love The Rock. I wouldn't, however, love The Rock... If he covered the Brahma Bull up with a giant swastika, no, sure <laughs> that would make me rethink my love of the rock, you know. honeymoon's over. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, watched a bunch of cool shit this week. Uh, um, put on Mars Attacks because I figured you know that that might be best case scenario. <laughs> and then as of today, it's kind of like I I want Mars Attacks. We want that to happen at this point. Uh good one it's on uh i believe i watched it on hulu or maybe netflix uh hadn't seen city slickers in probably 20 years and city slickers is one of those movies that we had on vhs when i was a kid and we watched it at least once a month and it was like one of our family's favorite movies uh city slickers Holy two shit leg- city slickers huh yeah city slickers 2 legend of curly's gold not as as big a part of my life, but still, you know, it's 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 worth watching. Uh, but I just kind of had to sit there and watch City Slickers, and I tweeted this on my Twitter. It is essentially the Ghostbusters of the '90s, not counting like Men in Black later on. Not because it's involved with the paranormal or anything, but it's it's a perfect comedy. Well written, great tone. There's some great dramatic aspects of it, and it's just against this backdrop of a fucking a bunch of yuppies doing a cattle drive. See, I got I I, I do not have these fond memories
2: of City Slickers. I gotta go watch it again (laughs) because no one has ever spoken so eloquently about City Slickers in
1: my life. But like,
4: think think back to when City Slickers came out. Jack Palance won an Oscar for that movie, didn't he? Or at Hell, least. Might have. Yeah, yeah. He he won an Oscar and then did one armed push-ups. S- City, Slicker, <laughs> that's, that's, that's City very Slickers, City Slickers. It's essentially the reason that Billy Crystal hosted the Oscars for almost a decade. That movie was huge back then. What the fuck, man. How do I not? But it kind of just fell by the wayside as far as you know our collective consciousness goes rolling
2: rolling rolling boy my ass is rolling. Yes! So
4: I-, <laughs> I crap bigger than you the whole he's behind me isn't he <laughs> that's a bit i still use to this day anyhow i love City oh slickers. my god okay you're not lying
2: the so city slickers had a production budget granted this is 1991 money but city slickers had a production budget of 27 million dollars and grossed 179
4: million dollars yeah. worldwide. Yeah, 1991 money. That's nuts. Jesus. All right. And I both paleo- of- bigger than I thought it was.
5: Both Holy of fuck. those
4: are on Hulu. If you're interested, uh, come at me. Watch Watch City Slickers and come at me and and, and tell me what you think. Uh, other than that, uh, also on Hulu is I Am Big Bird. Have you guys seen this? No. No. It is the documentary about Carol Spinney, who played Big Bird and also played Oscar the Grouch. I didn't realize he was also yeah, yeah, yeah. Gr- Oscar the Grouch. So it's a really great documentary. Following Big Bird, isn't he? He, as recently as the documentary, which is a few years old, uh, he was part time Big Bird. He was training, oh, okay. training a Big Bird stand in, which you know, is what got Steve Whitmire fired as Kermit because he wouldn't train somebody. Right. <clears throat> but it, it's a great, it follows him from his childhood, his love of puppets, how uh, Jim Henson discovered him. Uh, That's cool. It goes through the whole, like, fucking crazy popularity of Big Bird, how he was, he was essentially the most famous thing on the earth at one point. Uh, it's It's really interesting how it talks about how, Carol Spinney wasn't, like, part of the clique, like, the Muppet Muppeteer's clique, because he's in the costume as Big Bird, and then he's in the trash can as Oscar, whereas when the other puppeteers are working together, they're all standing side by side, shoulder to shoulder. They can all look at each other, talk to each other, and he's kind of off on his own. He's... he's segregated not really on set right so much. well he's on set but he's he's alone right yeah inside the costume or in the garbage can one huh. of the most interesting fucking things about this whole documentary and it blew our mind was they were talking about taking uh, uh nasa was interested in getting some uh notoriety some good press so like let's bring big bird up in the space shuttle and have Big Bird orbit the Earth. So Wait, no. So Carol uh, they, <laughs> no. They, they, they talk to Carol Spinney and he's like, Well, I kinda have to do this. Like, you don't pass up an opportunity to go on into space to fly in space. Turns out the Big Bird costume was too big to fit in the space shuttle, so he could not go. Up into space, and they and replaced him with a teacher. And the flight he was supposed to be on was Challenger. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> Jesus! <Jeez. laughs>
2: you said space shuttle, and I fucking knew that's where you oh, were going. Like, I'm like, no way! I, I
4: had no idea. As I'm watching, it took it took us both by surprise.
3: Oof! I I was in my backyard watching that uh with my mom when that happened that's crazy i, I, I saw that shit 23rd like
0: the actual thing yeah
3: we were looking Jeez. outside watching it from our yard yeah because from orlando you that can... shit that shit happened and like we went inside she turned the news on it's like holy
4: shit yeah wow from orlando you can see shuttle launches from standing in your front yard like you don't see details but you can see the 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 launch i, I used to watch a bunch from my front yard so yeah i thought That's that crazy i thought that was real fucking interesting uh last but certainly not least saturday disney xd was playing the premiere of the new ducktail series for 24 hours straight and it is great It it's is so good It is Nick Turtles level great In, in cool. quality and, words. and reverence To the source material It not like the cast All star Yeah the cast is great Scrooge is David Tennant Huey, Dewey, and Louie are uh, uh, John Ralphio from Parks and Rec Abed from Community And Drunk Uncle <laughs> Uh, Webby is one of, uh, Garfunkel and Oates. Nice. And uh, Launchpad is <laughs> Beck Bennett from Saturday Night Live. They're all great. They're all, and one of my favorite parts of the show is Donald Duck is in it. And he, yeah. he, he is, like, he wasn't really in the old DuckTales show, but he's a, a supporting character, almost a main character of this show. And they make it so that you could barely understand him as <laughs> he's talking. like, And sometimes you can't understand him at all. Yeah, and yeah. it makes me laugh so much. Because <laughs> he's just like... <laughs>
0: <I'm> like, what? <laughs> he's the boomhauer of the show.
4: Kind of, yeah. yeah. Or like, I, I don't know,
2: I've, only, like, I've only managed to watch half of it. We watched half of it like three times because jacks loves the sequence with the dragon so much <laughs> like everything about that dragon sequence he's just so into oh it was real cool so we watched that a whole bunch of times i'm like you know there's a whole back half of this i would like to see the rest i'm like no dragon, like, Fuck. <laughs> <love the> dragon. <laughs> yeah it's great like uh i started marking out right away when they're like dropping uh the reference uh, Spoonerville and St. Canard and all this shit. I'm like, oh, they're going hard on the mythos. What That's was great.
4: The, um, the, the location from Tailspin? Cape something? Yeah. They reference yeah. that too? Yeah. Real good stuff, y'all. And yeah, I don't think I'm out of line comparing it to the Nick Turtles. No, I don't think so. Either. I think it's great. No, I'm, I'm way excited about the rest of it. It's wonderful. And then uh, lastly... Uh, I had owed my lovely wife Mary a sushi date for her birthday, I finally got some money in, uh, went out to our old place back where we used to live uh, after she got a adorable new haircut. I want to say that, first and foremost. Uh, and we just had one of those sushi meals that was perfect and amazing, and we high-fived afterwards. <laughs> it was oh, yeah. so fucking good. And that's it.
2: Fuck yeah. Transcendent Sushi is the best sushi. Oh,
4: so good. What
3: do you got, Jose? I have fallen back into Pocket Morty's because apparently they added like 80 more.
0: Oh, jeez.
2: And they got a a multiplayer now,
3: too. I noticed that. I'm not fucking with it,
2: but I know it's a thing.
3: Yeah, I, I haven't pushed it yet. I haven't dared to... Take my shit online and get whooped by some five year old mom's phone upside down.
2: Yeah, they're at the point now, I guess, now that the show's back, they're adding new Mortys and new Ricks even like every week now.
3: Yeah, yeah. They, well, they added a lot of stuff. You can custom, you, you can pick what type of Rick you want, all kinds of new crazy shit. Um, it's a good game i was worried i was like oh man because when i was done with it I, I put too much time in it so i deleted it from my phone so when i reinstalled it i got a new new uh phone sense i was like i wonder if i gotta restart but apparently it kept my tag Fucking threw me back in that bitch with everything it's beat still <laughs> so now i'm just morty hunting <laughs> <laughs> Fucking! I'm gonna find you. The inch, pickle jar, Morty. Pickle
1: jar, Morty. Yeah.
3: Um. Rat coat, Morty. Concerto, Morty. They have a series of like renegade cop, Morty. There's like rookie, hard boiled, which is pretty much. It looks like uh fucking. Die hard.
2: That's great.
3: There's some good ones. There's some good ones. Right now, I have uh my rick as the north uh karate kid rick that's awesome he's got the red suit he i was running him around as i can't remember what movie it's from but it's the sean connery where he's like in like a red bathing suit and oh, really,
2: like yeah the high thing yeah yeah yeah, oh, uh, yeah. Zardoz. Zardoz. <laughs>
3: yeah. they have a uh, morty or a uh, 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 rick like that so i was running around like that i was like this is fucking ridiculous
2: yeah it's a damn good free game it's one of the best
3: yeah no, for free it's the shit and like now you can work your Morgies out <laughs> put them in like a boot camp and then you know while you're out or like level it wow, up in, the, while. in the you have played a minute yeah no, no no i stopped once i beat it i was like ah, i'm done fucking i gotta, I gotta drop the crack
4: <laughs> Man, some sometimes when t- times are tough, you just gotta work your Mortys out. Gotta work them. Gotta work the Mortys. <laughs> well, if
3: if, if we can wrap some things up as is planned, someone's gonna be Batman here in a second. Oh, yeah, I know! I haven't been Batman in so long. I'm so excited. <laughs> I, told, I, I told the lady, I was like, "Look, when I'm Batman, don't bug me." <laughs> the city of gotham needs me and i can't let the people of gotham down Say, hey jose i'm the bat okay. <laughs> i don't, need like a on-air light
4: don't fuck <laughs> don't, with, don't
3: just sit with me being be in the fucking bat
4: don't See? fuck with those riddler trophies though man just watch riddler. the alternate ending on youtube <laughs> yeah for, for arkham city it don't arkham Knight, don't it, fuck with the riddler it trophies. Is it's not worth not, it Worth it? Is that is that what you're talking about, Arkham yeah, Knight?
3: but it's I don't care about the ending. I just need the game 100% beat. Otherwise, I'm not Batman.
4: Well, you can't get poser. it. You can't get it 100% unless you do all the Riddler trophies.
3: That's the point.
4: oh uh, it's not no, worth it's it. Not worth yeah, it. But I,
3: I, but well, I'm not beating it to like get an extra ending. I'm beating it so that I see. One hundred percent. Oh, it's that's so, that's sick. it's so hollow, that's though. That's
4: Sick, man. That's sick. <laughs> you're, I, I, I beat, when you're done.
3: I've beaten every Batman on a hundred.
4: So have I,
2: and nothing pissed me off quite like ending that one. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I just, I got to do it.
4: I understand. I I completely get it, but I'm just saying, man. Trying to talk to you as friends here, Jose. Yeah, we, we've both been there.
3: Well, okay. I'll keep it in mind that if I'm having some that I'm just like, you know what? Take a deep breath.
2: Yeah, not if, but when. When it stops being fun. Yeah, I, I'm not already
3: not, I'm already not looking forward to all these tank battles I know I'm going to have to have.
1: See, I w-
4: I wasn't such a downer on the tank battles as a lot of people well, were. Yeah, but I heard that.
3: It, it was cool the first 40 times, but then it's like another tank battle. Another uh, tank the, battle. the tank
2: battles were cool. I just uh, I hate that the tank battles took the place of the really interesting boss battles.
3: Uh, that's gay.
2: I didn't even realize until I was done playing. I'm like, wait, there were no boss battles in this game. That's kind of lame because Arkham games had great boss battles.
3: Yeah, they did. The um, Deathstroke one was one of my favorite.
2: Yeah, yeah, none of that, none of that. But the tank battles are, all, are cool in their own way. Like I, said, I think I said when it came out, that it was like the best and worst Arkham game at the same time. <laughs> so, yeah, good stuff, man. I'm, Fun.
3: I'm, I'm almost I'm excited there. for you. Not there yet. That, and I think the fucking uh, Orlando Courthouse is trying to pull a fast one. guys. <laughs> so I, I, I alluded to it last week, and then I forgot to tell the story, but I got off a of jury.
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah, call of jury duty. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah. that was <laughs> oh, pretty cool. I guess just put that you're being sued <laughs> when they ask that question, and they fucking, they're like, oh, okay. We wow. We don't. We don't need this guy. So I got out of it, but I had a thing with a thing with something else. (laughs) So I was at the courthouse. They were like, "Uh, "While you're here." (laughs) (laughs) While they have they have like this, um, you Not bless. I can't even think of the name. Like a little uh, display of like historic the downtown Orlando ish type blah 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 blah. And they show a picture of like this old furniture store that used to be on the corner of something and something downtown. Fucking chair <laughs> like yeah, like a I'll you know that. like a ridiculously large chair that was on the top of the building. Like that's what they were you know, it was a picture a photo thing, you know, when Somebody drove by. They're like, "Holy shit! That's a big fucking chair." I took a picture. This is okay. back in the day. This is like the 30s. You know, people are amused easily with big chairs back
0: then. Back in the <laughs> with a big ass chair. Remember yeah, back I'm... when chairs were the shit? <laughs> Man, I'm yeah. all. I'm
4: still all about chairs.
2: You know, there's the bullshit. There's one of those uh, in Lynchburg. Down road, like, right down, right down, yeah, right down the road from the Jack Daniel's distillery. Big ass chair. Did you say Lynchburg? Yeah, Lynchburg. God damn it.
4: That's where they make Jack Daniel's whiskey. I bet you there's not a single Confederate statue in Lynchburg. <laughs> well, not, a, not a one. Definitely not. In fact, the giant chair is made out of Confederate statues. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so while we're waiting to hear from the man, where I'm looking at this thing, and I notice that there's there's two different pictures with, with a chick in it. And she's doing a a pose. And it's a reporter for one of the newspapers. But as I'm looking at two pictures, one's a close-up. And one is that's like from the street that shows the whole building. And I'm looking. But it's the same pose of the woman. Like the exact same pose. Like they just took the chair and shrunk it and put it on top. Of that building, but like the roofs are different. The angle, the, it's off. It's not the same roof. So
2: Jose's walking to the courthouse.
3: Fake news. Fake news. What, <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that picture was either taken at the exact same moment from two different angles, and they happened to have that picture from that exact shot from two different angles, or they fucking superimposed it on one of them. And you're fucking lying to me. So I'm calling you out, Orlando. <laughs> fucking faking your history.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> I,
3: took the, I took a picture of it. I'll fucking send it to the pop check because I don't know how to go from my phone onto the YouTube thing. And and you you tell me what you think. Huh?
4: Hey. There's photos of us at the signing <laughs> of the Declaration of Independence. So Yeah, but we're not posting <laughs> it
3: in the courthouse claiming it to be the gospel i would there i posted it in the thingy thing he said you bet your ass i would i'm just saying i call fucking bullshit on your history orlando what's in antarctica god damn it
0: <laughs> why won't the cia let me on their roof
4: <laughs> big ass fucking chair ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> How can you even tell that's the same pose that smaller because
1: is so, look at it it's so much smaller <laughs>
3: that's how you can tell look at it but uh, the phones are smart you can make the picture a little bigger i'm,
1: oh.
4: I'm looking at it on my monitor how big was this I don't picture know. in person that looks like they'd sit there
3: no i'm not saying you can't sit there i'm not saying that yes that is a picture of a woman sitting in that chair that's on that building i'm not saying that that doesn't exist what i'm saying is there's two different pictures in both of those pictures that woman is there in the exact same pose that's isn't
2: it I'm possible <laughs> isn't it possible that they merely took one section of the photo and enlarged it so you can see No, more the look chair? at the
3: roofs the roofs are, are different look at the ledge of the roof when you get to talking like this, I expect you to tell telling me about Tower 7.
4: <laughs> hey, man, that shit was blown up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, how big were these pictures in person?
3: Big pictures. It's a, that's a stand. That's a wall.
4: It's a wall case. Oh, it's a wall?
2: Okay, all right. In that case, I can see how it might not hold up under further scrutiny.
3: Yeah, that's a big fucking picture. Look at it.
4: But the roof is different. Look at the roofs, man. <laughs> and that chair that's in between the two pictures doesn't look nearly like anyone could sit into it. What is that a chair for ants?
1: <laughs>
3: but it's the, it next time you're down in the courthouse, find it. It's room it's next to room 130. Dot
4: 20. sure I will keep that in mind for the next time I'm at the Orlando Courthouse. <laughs> <laughs> a regular stop. Yeah, maybe hey man, you never know. Maybe I'm getting something notarized.
3: Yeah, that the picture's a fucking fake. Ugh. I'm God, on to you.
4: Fucking funny. What a weirdo. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I had nothing else to do except for trying to bring the city of Orlando down.
4: Jesus Christ.
3: I was bored you so not did, the one telling lies here.
4: So did you, <laughs> so did you city's win? city's on
0: trial. Did you win?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ridiculous.
2: Oh, shit. All right. Uh, That's all. We got any mail? We do not. Have, it's been the first time in a while. We do not have oh, any mail. Aw,
4: damn. Joe Wang didn't send in uh, a an uh, exhibition no, no, match? No, no
2: exhibition game. Dang.
4: That's all right.
2: That's right. You just send us in some stuff to popcast at panelsonpages or leave us a voicemail, six one six nine five one one pop. Did
4: you check the voicemail?
5: Yeah.
2: Uh, I did. Uh, turns out we got one from like mid July, but we were like balls deep in...
4: Oh yeah, wasn't it just wise talking about Spider Man?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is fine. Like I would uh, no bullshit would have loved to have engaged
0: in that, but we were
4: way too busy with basketball. <laughs> Anytime you want to bring it, Joe Wang, bring
0: it. Yeah. I looked will, at my mailbags. There's nothing for Crisley.
4: We will run this shit back. But you know, ever since last week's episode, man, that chaps my ass, that decision, you guys. Kelly was the only one on my side. Yep. Oh, I know it chaps your ass because <laughs> I kept getting Facebook notifications a fucking solid week after the fact. <laughs> fucking guys and your fucking rules, man. Just saying.
0: I believe in the relaxed rules finals. Yeah, we're not animals.
4: Well, that's
3: fine as long as we're told. <laughs> if we agree, if we all agree on relaxed rules, I'm fucking I'm as relaxed as it can get.
4: I don't even I don't even need relaxed rules. She's invisible.
3: How much more relaxed can invisible be?
2: <laughs> uh, right, we can't get into this again. Kelly's got to go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh kelly you're gonna be late that's nah, okay
4: now nah, he was gonna leave at 10 30 his time right
0: okay yeah 10 20 10 30 about there
4: all right then we got time to get
2: through the break and uh maybe some news. fuck what well,
0: wrap this shit up early, because well, yeah i'll probably take off now yeah okay all right kelly He's we said... love you,
5: Fine, we just love just have you a lovely
0: evening you were the only one I'm
4: you're so your not... mic. you were the only one that had my back last week always I'm oh, just ho- kiss
0: already. I'm going to hold you to that. <laughs> oh, man. we'll Just wait until New Orleans.
5: Oh! <laughs>
0: the big easy, Mona me. <laughs> oh. you going to talk that Jamie way. Yeah, going to smooch some dudes.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you should uh, go dressed as Gambit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. look well, good luck with your midnight release. Oh, thank All you. Time hope the dildos don't come out in too full force It'll be all right. because...
0: <laughs> see how it goes usually the midnight releases aren't bad it's kind of it's just we've only done a couple of them but it's usually just people excited about whatever's happening
2: well that's great more of that less of everything else that's great is that sweetie, yeah.
4: is that sweetie pie Scott Snyder going to be there no but he said he might call oh sweet well yeah. when he calls you should conference him in to the podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, hold on, let me transfer you. What? <laughs> well, how
4: do we conference calls into Google Hangouts? <laughs> you got Google Hangouts? Uh, l- launch that app for me. I'll send you a link on Messenger. Yeah. You got to be my friend, second. though. You got to be Facebook friends.
0: It's going to be worth it. Just hang out for a second. Well, hold on. Check your, check your DMs. Check your DMs.
4: Uh, speaking of, uh, Kelly you're going to be disappointed because, you know, we still might interview Robbie Rist this week, so. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'd
0: be so sad if I missed that. We'll,
4: we'll, we're going to hold out hope. Uh, Robbie Rist might call after the break, and we're going to have that interview that we scheduled last week. So, uh, yeah, those let's just say like He never said that he wasn't going right, to call. Right. Yeah, those, yeah, those listening at home, stay tuned for that Robbie Rist interview. It's big deal. It's just, good stuff. just in time to promote Sharknado 5, which came out two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Super timely. Super timely.
0: And remember, if he's not on, next week's episode title is Kelly Harris Shoots on Robbie Riss. Oh, no. <laughs> because that's every YouTube wrestling video is so-and-so shoots on something. Yep, yep. When they're literally just talking about whatever it is. Right,
4: well, I mean, it's a shoot. <laughs> I prefer when the title's like, honky-tonk man buries
0: this guy. <laughs> And I end. was like when it's like Kevin Nash Shoots on Scott Hall <laughs> Then you watch the video It's like oh Scott Hall's a good dude Yeah, like, yeah sure sure is good What a shoot
4: <laughs> Every week the podcast is a shoot It is Every so week So next week Kelly Harris buries Robbie wrist.
0: Oh man No works on this side
4: goddamn it And nope. we're going to bring on Corey Feldman to help
0: You know we yeah, can I probably can't, He's the you, alive one
4: how fast I would jump at the chance to interview Corey Feldman. We <laughs> could probably get Corey Feldman if we tried. I bet I could. I bet he we could. He
0: was on Wendy a couple weeks ago. Wendy Williams? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Maybe I saw him on the Today Show. Right, I, I saw him on like, something. He, he looked was, ridiculous. He was
4: at Wendy's. <laughs> 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 he was like, hey, I got one of those free small frosties. <laughs> and he had his.
0: <laughs> girl singing
4: group with him. Uh, what is it? Uh, Corey's Angels? He's
3: still doing that?
4: Oh, yeah. He's touring. Hmm. What a delightful weirdo.
2: Or at least a weirdo.
4: Man, Michael <laughs> Jackson did some weird shit to that guy. Yeah. <laughs> right Let's take a break.
2: We'll come back in a minute. All right. Uh, bye, Kelly. Have fun. Bye, guys.
4: Double murder, suicide. Double murder, suicide. <laughs> All right.
2: Love you kids. Bye.
4: Well, that's breaking news. <laughs> the
3: it wor- news. It's break time. <laughs>
4: it had the word break in it. Break.
6: This is the Texas Rattlesnake, Stone Cold Steve Austin, back to tell you about the best damn ice cream place in the world, Stone Cold Creamery. We take your favorite ice cream flavors, (coughs) mix them together with your favorite toppings, (coughs) and you eat that some you little SOB. Austin 316 says we're proud to announce the opening of five brand spanking new Stone Cold Creamery stores in your area, with locations in Death Valley, Dudleyville, Truth or Consequences, New Mexico, Bad Street, USA, and Parts Unknown. Enjoy our newest Stone Cold Creamery ice cream flavors, including Tito Santana Banana, The Wild Samoas. Raspberry Wyndham, Bad News Brownie, Raylene's and Ming, Coffee Kingston, Sin Caramel, Death Bisexual Chocolate, Strawberry Horowitz, Antonio Inoki Lime Pie, Sherberto Del Rio, Coconut Beware, and that's not all, eh eh! We've got the living legend Cherry Zabisco, yeah. Ricky the Dragon Cream Float, yeah. the Grape Muda, yeah. Tatsumi Fujinami, yeah. and Four Horse Mint. Yeah. Give me a hell yeah. yeah! Get your ass down to the nearest Stone called Creamery, and that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so.
4: Stone Cold Creamery is not affiliated with Stone Cold Steve Austin, Cold Stone Creamery, World Wrestling Entertainment, or its subsidiaries.
6: Oh, hell yeah!
4: Strawberry window. (laughs) We'll see if YouTube has anything to say about that one. Sure, not. Fuck, um, no way. Because I I feel like the music was only playing on its own for probably two, three seconds before the voiceover. So we'll see. We'll see what happens
2: parody bitch it's gonna but be okay
4: i want to pull some of our uh, our classic popcast bits and start throwing him throwing them in the breaks just as long as they're not gonna you know copyright ding us yeah all. yeah yeah for sure good stuff good so stuff. uh copyright dingus <laughs> so i didn't uh i i didn't write news i did pull four stories because well, you came up with the name of the night show copyright dingus copyright dingus that's what tonight's (laughs) show should be called okay i like that you know what i like should name every episode i like it i like it (laughs) based
3: on the joke of the night or whatever the fuck happens good shit good shit copyright dingus copyright dingus
4: so i dig it I won't even play the the news sounder, but uh, let me let me go over some of the stories that I pulled. Uh, first off, yesterday they had a stunt woman die on the set of Deadpool Two, which Ooh. it's always tragic to see that. Yeah, that sucks. And I feel like it's happening more and more lately on some of these so big what, action movies. She,
3: she was Domino.
4: Yes, she was Domino. She was uh, doing her first stunt. She was she was set ah, to film. That sucks. Be, it, it was set to be her first film stunt. So she was like a, maybe she was a total rookie and this was her first one. But it was a, a motorcycle accident and she was not wearing a helmet. So they have shut down production for the time being while everybody mourns. That's, sorry, that's too yeah, bad. It's It's not, you can't really make too many jokes about that. Oh, God, uh, you know what you can do though if you're CBR?
1: Yeah, I clicked this
2: article, and it goes, bar, 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 bar. <laughs> Guys, sorry, but you, it's a really sad news from the Deadpool story. You
4: fricks, <laughs> come on. But the like the intro music was like sad, it was like, nah, bar, nah, bar. <laughs> uh, Yeah, right? Yeah, I uh, opened up all of the news links and tabs during the break, and yeah, of course, CBR out of the but. To the to their credit, out of the five links I opened, only one had an autoplay video on it. So that's good. Those are good odds. Not bad. I'll take that. And now uh, they they don't have autoplay audio. I don't think on Bleeding Cool. But now Bleeding Cool just has random videos at the top of all of their articles that like don't pertain to the article whatsoever. They
3: were at five points.
4: Bleeding Cool was sure. Yeah. Why not?
3: I still don't know. Uh, I, I I didn't recognize them, so I don't I don't know who they were. But they put a video out. Well, they, they were there.
4: They've they've got correspondence. Peeps. You know, Rich is oh, in sure, yeah. Rich is in England, so you wouldn't have seen Rich. They put a video out, huh? How was it? Yeah. Eh. <laughs> That's what seen a, better. What a snob! <laughs> no, I'm I'm serious. It's no, I, I got you. I got you. So, I mean, yeah. you know,
3: I, I'm not blown away. It was, it, it didn't. It's, not the best coverage video I've ever seen. So I've hit play on better videos.
4: But yeah, R.I.P. Joy S.J. Harris, stunt woman on Deadpool two.
3: And that sucked. Like in the beginning, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there, it's so Her early first in shooting stunt. Like, that's gonna kind of.
4: Haunt the set for a, for the whole shoot. Like, literally, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> she's gonna be a motorcycle ghost.
2: <clears throat> terrible, terrible. That's too bad. Uh, R.I.P. Homie.
4: Next story bit. is uh, Robert Kirkman and uh, other producers of The Walking Dead are suing mm-hmm. AMC, claiming AMC uh, scammed them out of profits. That's on top of frank darabont suing amc and amc is like really dicky in their response uh these kinds of lawsuits are fairly common in entertainment and they all have one thing in common they follow success virtually every studio that has had a successful show has been the target of litigation like this and the walking dead has been the number one show on television for five years in a row so this is no surprise that's crazy Although, they do have an enormous respect and appreciation for these plaintiffs. Sure. <coughs> Dicks. They need to end that show.
3: <laughs> uh, this might be the fucking...
4: Beginning of the end? Oh,
3: some Somebody lit the dynamite. I don't know how yeah. long that fuse is, but it's lit.
4: Oh, it's straight lit, fam. Well, you know it. I still won't ever... <sighs> Frank Darabont's my hero. <laughs> <Is> my <black. laughs> yeah,
3: that email was no Darabont email. <laughs> Kirk Kirkman needs to let Darabont
4: write the retort. On, on the topic, man, the more and more I see his face, the more and more I believe Robert Kirkman has uh, what do you call it a backfifinggeziste? Uh, got one of them faces, <laughs> that man. One of them faces that just needs a good punching. Does have that a little bit? It, so yeah, it's it's rich people suing rich people, and uh, fuck the rest yeah, of to, us, you, you know. know.
2: To uh, CBR's credit, they did try to like you know, dumb it down and like kind of say this
5: is uh, <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah,
2: this is what it means. But even then, I still don't give a fuck. Yeah, it's nuts. Gail and Hurd's part of it too. Yeah. yeah like,
4: hell and uh,
3: on the on the suing or
2: yeah, yeah yeah
4: yeah she's a plaintiff and, uh, with uh Kirkman. the
2: guy that used to run it what's the name glenn what's her fuck
4: glenn mazara so, yeah What'd yeah, they yeah, do? yeah talk
3: after, after a panel <laughs> together on a panel and said fuck it let's get him
4: glenn mazara they announced is supposed to be showrunner for that dark tower series that is probably never gonna happen and i hope so i hope so it was fun i just man tv is easier and cheaper to do, but that movie made thirty million dollars.
2: Yeah, that's the thing.
4: Ouch! I gri-
2: it, it, it's making money. It didn't cost that much to make, so it's going to be profitable in the long term for sure. Because you know, goddamn well, it has been a nickel to promote the fucking thing. <laughs> but, it was weird. Like my mom and I watched it. We really liked it. But like, I don't know if we talked about this last week or not. If I did, you can tell me to stop. But like, uh, it's one of those things where. Ha- if I if you go in that thing not knowing what the Dark Tower is at all, I can see you not digging this movie because it takes a lot for granted. Yeah, and a lot of that's kind of from what what it is like. The end of the Dark Tower series, the books, is essentially you know that hey you know Roland has done this before countless times, will do it again countless times with this variations on his quest. You know what I mean? Kind of Groundhog Day in it, but not knowing that he's repeating it. You know, maybe eventually one day he'll get to stop, you know. And so this movie is not an adaptation, it's like another go, right? Which is actually pretty cool. But if you did not know that going into it, it's confusing because it's not adapting the book you've read. If you've never read it at all, It's confusing because it throws you into the middle of some elements that really are not fully explained unless you know the fuck's (laughs) going on. Especially in a
4: 90-minute movie. Yeah, it was super tight. It it was good. I liked it, though. I really did enjoy it, but I can see where other people would have issues with it, for sure. Well, what's funny is they're talking that the series is going to be an adaptation of what the... I think they said it was the seventh book, which... Uh, The fourth book, in Glass. Fourth book, which is essentially the origin story. Yeah, yeah. Which... Guys, like, start with that in the ser- in the TV series, and if people dig it, make then the movie. movie. Yeah.
3: Go series, movie, a series in between the next movie, the next movie. Well, they did it like – they did it kind of like the way the book did. Because the book,
2: they introduced you to Roland's character and then kind of, you know – I think it's a storm or something. Some reason they have to stop, and so like and now that everyone kind of knows each other, they're like, "Hey, man, what's what's your fucking story?" And so like <laughs> the book is framed in the present day, you know, like, like him telling him stories. So, you know, presumably that would mean and developer said he's on board to kind of come back and play Roland for the framing sequences, you know, and kind of, <laughs> which is kind of neat, you know. Then have some other guy playing young Roland and whatnot, and that's it's cool. Like it could all still work, and I hope it does, but it's not. Not
3: blowing up. <laughs> yeah, rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> Will this series keep rolling?
2: Oh, he's good though. He's really good in it. Even McConaughey, who I'm iffy on, was really great. Well, watching
3: him, I, I dig how he loads the guns. From seeing, the oh, yeah, yeah like, like the gunplay looks like it could be pretty cool. But before I see any gunplay movie, I gotta get me some John Wick two.
4: Yeah, son.
3: Still haven't seen that. I'm so disappointed in myself.
4: John yeah. Wick 2, Baby Driver. I'm disappointed in you, too. <laughs> you
2: know what? Fuck it. Me, too. Let us down, Jose.
4: I'm not um, mad. I'm just disappointed. Just disappointed. Just disappointed. Just disappointed. Sorry. Next, nice. Sorry, I had a mouthful of great bubblegum uh, tube, which is uh, Aldi brand gogurt. right. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
3: sound like you're eating a Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> a mouthful of mutu. Gobert mutu. <laughs> uh,
4: well, before I move on to the next story, because you were talking about the trailers for Dark Tower and the way he loads the gun, it made me think of this uh, Hitman's Bodyguard with Samuel L. Jackson and Ryan Yeah, Randall. that was interesting. So, uh, I remember when the trailers first came out uh, on the internet, I thought it looked interesting, but because it's getting closer to The movie coming out, they've obviously amped up their marketing campaign, but what I do not like is on their official Facebook, they are promoting this movie as Deadpool meets Nick Fury. Ah! Uh. Like, word for word, Deadpool meets Nick Fury, or Deadpool meets Nick Fury in a, a, you know, and a bus full of nuns and a bomb or something like that. That sucks. I... The Deadpool meets Nick Fury sounds like uh, a Kerouac review of the movie, like that's how he would phrase it on his page, and that's cool. But if you're the movie studio and you're promoting it, don't promote it using characters from two other studios. Other yeah, yeah, that's lame. other movies that you don't have the rights to. I hope someone sues their ass for that. But then on the flip side, they've got a trailer uh, running. They got a TV spot right now that's running. And instead of using the quotes from reviews, it's quotes of Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson talking shit about each other.
3: <laughs> I, I've, I've only seen the one. That's kind of great, though. And the one. didn't I didn't see a whole lot of Ryan Reynolds in it. It, it was a lot of Sam Jackson and Selma Hyatt.
4: Here, let me. Uh, uh, it's a 30 second. TV spot let me pull this up real quick and you can listen to the audio
6: the summer's biggest duo are feeling the love i will bust a cap have you ever said please
1: please my. why are we always yelling
6: ryan reynolds graves sam jackson is obnoxious in every way taser. <laughs> <laughs> samuel L. jackson calls ryan reynolds extraordinarily annoying not a fan how about we never speak of this again and selma hayek proclaims sam and ryan need to stop flirting and get a room already What? <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> the hitman's bodyguard rated r august 18 it's
4: clever i like that they kind of they kind of gained back some of that goodwill that they lost when they promoted it as deadpool meets nick fury don't do that (laughs) less of
2: that more than other things that's good
4: yeah like i went on a rant on uh, facebook messenger and i was like what if other movies did that like the Punisher meets Don Draper, led by Lex Luthor, in this <laughs> summer's big hit Baby Driver. Uh, don't. That's terrible. Don't fucking do that. Uh, Lee, you seem to be super stoked about this announcement that Netflix has acquired Mark Miller's Miller World.
1: I, I don't necessarily know that
3: I'm
4: stoked about it. I'm just really puzzled. Really? they're losing. They're losing Marvel. They're losing Disney. Right. But that's yeah. years down the line. Yeah. Because yeah. that I, I really... Think think think.
3: But you got you got, Yeah, but that's why you get something going now. Sure,
4: sure, 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 sure. Yeah,
3: but it, At first, I
2: was really confused. But then the more I think about it, it's like, all Mark Miller's been writing are movie pitches anyway for the past right. several years. Absolutely. Like, that's all they fucking are. And it's working out. You get I me. Mean, his shit is made into movies. And, he,
4: he found the the fucking formula. He's like, I don't need to try and make comics for comic people. I need to make comics that'll get options into movies. That's where the money is.
2: Yeah, yeah, and that means that you know, he's really good about the creator own part of it. So that means that the artists he's working with get their fat fucking movie right. checks too.
4: Right, and because and it, it's it's not Marvel, you know, he's getting the money for it. It's it's not. He's not just getting a thank you in the credits. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: And like and he's been doing some really great stuff the past few years, man. Like the last he once he got over his like okay, it's uh three years in, we better rape someone. Like once once he got over that shit and I actually started telling the, the story, <laughs> like there's some really good stuff, man. Like Huck was really cool. Uh, Chrononauts, I fucking loved Chronauts. So uh, and then he just finished Reborn with Greg Capullo. That's some really good shit. Like, really, really good stuff. So a lot of that could be, I mean, we're talking, you know, TVs and movies, like, really cool. But I could just, I could just hear Mark Miller's boner from my house.
5: <laughs> just,
2: like, I think his eyes turned into cartoon dollar signs for three
4: days. <laughs> <laughs> he turned into a literal Lucky Charms leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. Oh, me patch of gold. Stay away. <laughs> this is my world.
2: Yeah, it's just fucking nuts. It's crazy. But I mean, good you know, for that guy. Good for everyone involved. But man,
4: Netflix makes great stuff on on the the general whole. So having I, something I to I read pull some from
2: about them having like twenty billion dollars in debt or some shit. I saw right that now. headline too.
4: That I don't can't know. Be true. That can't be true. There's no fucking way it's true.
5: <laughs> well,
2: no, it could be. It was so ridiculous. I didn't click on the obvious
4: clickbait article. Like, there's no fucking way that's. true. But I mean, if you think about it, they're making ten bucks a month off of everybody, and. That was what they were making when they just were, were licensing other people's movies and TV shows. Right. But now they're pouring money into their own original stuff. So what's cheaper? To license stuff to play on Netflix or to pour money into your own stuff? Because it's not like they're going to get a huge return on an investment. Because people are still only paying 9 bucks a month. It's not like one of these original series or original movies is going to make $300 million at the movie theater because it's right, on right. Netflix. But they can then license
2: this shit out to other places, other regions, perhaps. Like, maybe yes. Netflix isn't sure. in Malaysia, so they're going to option out the shit for Malaysia. And they they do put their, some of their shows out for some reason on Blu-ray and right. shit. I mean, like the other, and, you know, and merch and this and that. Like, so it's 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 not that it's logic like it's very interesting to see how it's going to play out oh how that- do you think about this uh, disney shit that came out last week um For those I- that I don't know that the word came out that in 2019 uh, the disney stuff's going to fall off of netflix and they're going to launch their own streaming service well
4: they're going to launch their own espn streaming service and then they're also going to la- uh, rumored to launch their own disney streaming service oh, right they're, they're
3: not gonna stop at espn they're, right. they're their shit's open
4: well i think was it you lee it, it was a bunch of people in our circle that posed the argument that eventually all these different streaming services are going to price themselves out of the market because yeah no one people in this day and age don't want to pay for 10 different streaming services
2: Yeah, they're gonna 799 is to death.
4: Right, exactly.
2: At some point you could just have fucking cable.
4: People can stomach five. That's what cable's hoping. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Direct TV is just like, thank God.
4: (laughs) I understand that Disney wants full control and there's the possibility that Disney could outpace Netflix. They want the full control and they want the money
2: because, right? You know that's why. Why do you think CBS, one of the main broadcast free over the fucking airway networks, now has a pay service? You know, like the advertising money is not what it was. You know, like if they want to make money, they're going to have to get seven ninety nine at a time from these people, and it's just going to cannibalize itself. Well, there's um, a big TV boom, and it's gonna the bubble's going to burst. It has
1: to
4: eventually. There's going to be a umbrella service that you'll be able to pick like five or six of your favorite streaming services and just pay one flat price yeah it's, exactly. it, as
3: as cable revolts. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly,
4: exactly what the cable you know, was when
3: you can pick and choose. Well, that I don't want HBO. I don't want Cinemax. No, I want this one. I want that one. That would and, be
4: perfect for Directv to try and get into right now. Is make some deals with the streaming services and and figure out a way to keep yourself solvent, keep yourself relevant, and that you having it all in one place. You don't have to have 900 different logins. Login. I mean, they don't all have, like,
2: PlayStation or Xbox apps. They don't all Chromecast. So, right. it's, like, so it's like, yeah, pick and choose which ones are going to work the way you want it to optimally. Like.
4: Yeah. We have PlayStation View, which we can only watch in our living room because we don't have a PlayStation in our bedroom.
2: Oh, if you uh, just
4: uh, heads up for you and everybody else,
2: if you do have, like, a Roku or something... Uh, there are PlayStation View apps on those.
4: Yeah, we we don't have. We're probably gonna cancel the view because they're going to uh, raise the price by ten bucks in October, and it's just not worth it.
1: We 10 watch. More? They yeah. just raise
4: it. Ah, yeah. yeah. See that? That's what's gonna happen. So they keep doing that. Shit. It'll be it'll be forty bucks. And really, I watch raw live, and then we watch The Simpsons and Diners, drive and Dives. Pretty much, yeah. she watches. Right, she's been watching a shitload of BattleBots.
2: <laughs> yeah, we had the view for a while, and it was cool, like being able to just turn the TV on. Right, exactly. Yeah. But it was cool. It was
4: neat, but not forty bucks a month neat now, nah. especially when they don't have ABC or NBC live Yeah, And then like they like lost all the
2: Viacom channels too, and that's huge. Yeah, yeah. So yeah.
4: well, they just recently got CBS in our oh, no, area. Shit. You know, it also depends on your area. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting time. Ugh, Lord. So just wait it
3: out, cable. It'll be all right. right.
4: Let's swim back around your way. Well, they're going to have to change their name. They can't be cable anymore. No, it'll be. Oof. Well, I mean, even DirecTV isn't cable, quote unquote. Right, 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 right. Copyright dingus. <laughs> Yeah, what well, currently we have Netflix, we have Hulu. Uh, she has Amazon Prime, so we've got Amazon Prime uh, streaming, right? That we can watch. Uh, we've got the PlayStation View, and I feel like I'm missing one, but uh, and we only pay for Netflix, Amazon Prime, and View. My pa- we share Hulu with my parents. Sure. And and they Bogart off of our Netflix, but still we're we're still paying probably sixty bucks a month for yeah. quote unquote television. And I,
2: some yeah, at some point it's going to creep into you could have just regular direct TV for that, we're right? But then you don't have all the Netflix originals and shit like that, so you're still going to have the fucking Netflix, right?
4: Uh, yeah, I I feel like Netflix. At this point, unless they, they lose their ass big time as far as content goes, I feel like I'm gonna have Netflix for years. Yeah. I don't necessarily see Hulu sticking around on my you know, dashboard, but that they're supposed to start Hulu live T V soon. That might be yeah. a game changer. And that's a cool interface too. But to then see, I've seen the beta I've been in the beta, it's neat. You know, it's interesting, you know, talking about this this Disney deal. Is sure they'll have their own streaming service, which will probably have a lot of exclusives, but you ever go through Netflix or and Hulu or any of your other streaming services and notice that you see a lot of the same shit across the different platforms. Sure, yeah. You're gonna have overlap. I don't I don't think,
3: Unless they pull their shit from everybody.
4: I don't know if I don't know if they'll pull their shit from everybody. They might limit what shit <laughs> the other services get and their Disney streaming service will essentially be the the vault. That's what they need to call it. The Disney vault. Yeah, we we had to uh we we had to
2: follow Tarzan from Netflix to Hulu because <laughs> Jack fucking loved that Tarzan movie. <laughs> and one day it was gone and all that was left were the uh, shitty D V D sequels. Oh no I'm, like, I'm not watching this shit. And then I found out on Hulu by happenstance. And I'm like, thank God. It was Phil Collins. <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh, Jose and I worked at the AMC theaters at uh, at Disney. Uh, he left, like, right when I started working there. But it was the summer that Tarzan came out. And they had the two monitors in the lobby that would play movie previews constantly. And I must have heard You'll Be In My Heart nine billion times. And it is hands down, like, the worst song from the movie. To the point where we were at a Chinese buffet at one point years later. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, what? What the? This is Chinese You'll Be In My Heart playing over the (laughs) loudspeakers. That's fucked up. Uh, And then the final story I've got this week is, it's really interesting to me because I've had this thought previously and I've had uh, various discussions with people about this before but uh, Rhode Island comic-con last November promoted the uh, appearance of Stanley at their show as the last time Stanley would appear at such an event in New England and uh, this bleeding cool story here even has a screenshot of the paperwork that says, uh, number five, Stan will be promoted as last New England convention a- uh, appearance. Stan Lee's last New England convention appearance. Uh, but Stan Lee is not only going to be appearing at Hascon, the Hasbro uh, official convention that's going to be in Rhode Island, uh, the beginning of next month, but this weekend, um, is it this weekend or last weekend? He is uh, going to be. Oh, is this past weekend? Uh, meet Stan Lee at Boston Comic Con. His yep. final East Coast appearance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Rhode Island is is suing uh, Stan Lee's management because it's not it's not Hasbrocon's fault. It's not Boston Comic Con's fault but when you come when it comes down to the, to it when you promote something as someone's last appearance that's going to bring more ticket sales, more autograph sure. sales, more photo op sales and then when all of a sudden he's going to be at Hazcon or Boston Comic Con, your fans are looking at you like you're the scam artist. Right. Exactly. Why, why are yeah. you promoting this as his last appearance? I shelled out money for hotels, rental car, uh You know, autograph, photo op, and all this. And he's. it reminds me of uh, Leonard Nimoy. When it was supposed to be Leonard Nimoy's last Star Trek appearance at that convention that I took Mary to. And then, like, after that, I kept my ear to the ground like, that motherfucker better not be at another convention. (laughs) Like, the the worst he did was he, he Skyped in to one. I'm like, that's fine. That's fine but like you better not be at any other convention. And it screams of greed from Stan's management. And I don't want to get into too many details, but we've been around we've been at a few shows where Stan has been a guest and we've seen we've seen the situation and that's that's a very real possibility. And Stan, for all intents and purposes, uh, he was at AwesomeCon this past June, and right. they ask him like, "Is this it for you? Like, well, what what do you see in the future?" And Stan's like, "Man, I will do this as long as people will fucking have me," because he makes six figures per show, Just according to, show to this, up. according to this article. So stop promoting it as his final appearance, because I remember he was supposed to have his last. Midwest appearance at C2E2 like three years ago. Yeah. It was yeah. supposed to be his last New Year Comic Con last year, I think.
2: Yeah, I remember we got, because, you know, Nicole got me that photo op with him a couple years ago for my birthday, right. the last C2E2 we, we went to, actually. And then, like, the next year was like, oh, this is his last one coming up. And I, I even thought to myself, oh, well, cool. I'm glad I got
4: to have that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, is it a matter of his management is just thinking he's about to kick the bucket any moment? So, they can promise it'll be his last appearance and then so, he
2: you know, doesn't the, the fine print is quite possibly
4: letters <laughs> <laughs>
1: like this, this, this could be the last one you know
2: yeah that's fucked up yeah i kind of you know not for nothing but i hope they you know they get something some class action or whatever cause that's bullshit
4: the the thing that's going to come out of this is he's just going to have to stop Or quit doing that shit. Quit saying that it's the last one. Put your money
2: where your fucking mouth is.
4: It's a shame, man. If he likes doing it, then let him do it. And stop promoting it as this is it. This is the end all be all. Right. But if it's getting to the point where he's... You have to promote it as it's his last event because he's getting up there in years and you're not sure... If he's going to be able to hack it or not, just leave the guy at home. He he lost his fucking wife. Yeah. Well, maybe now more than ever, he needs to get out and go to these conventions. Keeps himself busy. He's a million years old. Right. Yeah,
3: but imagine what condition he would have been in if he wasn't doing these.
4: That That's my point. Is Yeah. Maybe, I can do that. maybe we need to call an audible and be like, hey. Just let him keep doing these conventions. It keeps him busy. Keeps his mind occupied. lets him meet people who love him. He's not sitting at home alone. You know, I'm sure he has family, but he's not sitting at home missing his deceased wife. Yeah, that's a fair point. But also stop promoting it as his last show, God damn it! Oh, yeah, I got no beef, man.
2: Hell, <laughs> I, I hope he does do it until he fucking dies. I mean, good for him, you know, but... He,
3: he... Unless... Well... What's the insurance policy if he happens at a show?
4: Uh, well, I mean, they all in their fine print when you buy a ticket, they're all like, hey, card subject has changed. Essentially. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if he dies at a show, I don't feel like the show organizer has any liability unless he gets hit with a forklift or something.
2: Oh, God. Jesus, that's so dark. I
4: feel like the most poetic way for Stanley Lee to leave this mortal coil would be to be at a convention, have his like main stage panel, packed fucking room, everybody's cheering for him, he has a great time, great panel, he gives his excelsior, he pumps his fists in the air, he thanks the crowd, he walks off stage, goes behind the per- curtain, drops dead right there and then.
2: Yeah, that's that's and and credits. That's that's the final scene of the Stanley (laughs) biopic right there.
3: Starring Mark Harmon. (laughs) Mark (laughs) Mark (laughs) Marin. Mark (laughs) Marin. Mark
4: Harmon. The star of summer school. (laughs) (laughs) Right. He was in summer school, right? He's the guy from uh, NCIS. Mark Harmon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. So that's it. Right on. Lee, you want to talk about comic books? Because I uh, I bet you Jose and I have a lot of comic books to talk about.
2: I bet you do.
3: I got TV talk, motherfuckers.
2: All day, every day. The
3: problem uh,
4: yeah. with
5: comic books is that it comes off on your hands. Every time you turn the page, you have to wash your hands. Ba, 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 ba,
2: ba. What do we got? Do we got Okay, so the first issue of this first strike came out from IDW. It's the big Hasbro universe event book with the G.I. Joes and your Transformers is and your Micronauts is and all that shit. It's fine. Cool. It looks great. It uh, does a really good job of setting up the story, but it spoils a reveal from Revolutionaries 8 and Revolutionaries 7 comes out tomorrow. <laughs> so are nailed
4: they it. New, Are they new at this making comics thing? Jesus.
2: Like, I mean, to be fair, they are new at the shared universe thing for sure. But like um, The reveal is that the, the bad guy the what the fucking Baron Iron Blood or some shit, I don't know, the bad guy they've been chasing throughout the Revolutionaries book so far is Joel Colton, you know, the G.I. Joe, which yeah. they killed an alien posing as Joel Colton during the last story, the uh, Revolution one. So, like, you know, someone mentions that this guy is Joel Colton and I'm like, wait, what? And the little bubble at the bottom is like, for details, see Revolutionaries number eight. And I'm like, did that come out? What the fuck? Like, how did I miss that? They're like, no, bitch. The last one was six. <laughs> I'm like that's not cool. So yeah, that 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 part kind of sucks. But otherwise, it's great. I got a beef with it. It's fun. Uh, uses all the characters pretty well. Uh, the uh, last issue of Transformers until All or One came out, and it's a really good ending. Great Windblade Starscream story. I think they're going to do. uh There's an annual to kind of tie up the loose ends, but the book is kind of effectively canceled, which I do hate. But the same writer is now writing the first Strike book, so it's so a marguerite Scott man. She makes she makes damn good Transformer stories. There's a g- good bit in here where they talk about you know it's all kind of a, the ba- it's a battle the battle of the mindscape as you know Windblade's mind's being taken over by this evil Decepticon god figure whatever, and Scarstream goes in to save her. And as this guy's beating the shit out of Starscream, every time he punches Starscream, his body changes. Like one of his previous, you know, shells, bodies he's had. And It's all about, like, you know, how Starscream never really had a identity of his own. And, like, you know, it's his fucked up, like, you know, lack of self-esteem and PTSD from Megatron that makes him constantly, like, literally reinvent himself. Like, wow, that's kind of cool for this goofy robot book. (laughs) Good for you guys. Pretty great. It was good. Really good. Um, that defenders book, man, the uh, Bendis and David Marquez are doing is just they're doing the fucking Lord's work over there. Like it's, it's next level. it, it is beautiful, like you don't see in comics. It's gorgeous to look at, uh, and even they um they do the same scene in this issue as was in a couple issues ago in the Spider Man book, the Miles Morales Spider Man book. And I love when they do that shit in comics. Like, uh, like if you read, you know, things by multiple, by multiple comics from the same writer, you got see the same thing from different angles. Love that shit. That's great. That's why I love comic books. And it's, he's, having a, he's having a blast with it, and it's obvious. It's very cool. Um, last thing I'll talk about is this Mister Miracle book that came out. Mister Miracle number one, uh, written by Mister Tom King, with art by I believe it's Mitch Gerards. And I'm like, I don't know shit really about Mr. Miracle and the New Gods and all that stuff. I mean, he's only been around like in bit parts, and like, you know, his thing is he escapes shit, and he has a really weird Kirby costume, and that's cool, that's fine. But like, this book opens with him on the bathroom floor, wearing like part of his costume, with his wrist split open, bleeding out on his bathroom floor. Oh God. Yeah, that's like the second page. this a double-page spread of him bleeding out, you know. And they bring him to the ER. They bring him back. And, you know, you watch his wife kind of bring him. The next several pages are about, you know, his recovery. And then, you know, Orion, boom, comes into his house. And, like, you know, just beats the shit out of him, I guess. And then there's a bit where he goes on a talk show. And he's like, hey, you know, I just wanted to see, you know, I just skip all this stuff. It's like, I want to see if I can escape death. And then the host guy's like, so did you that is like I don't know maybe it was like that's fucked up (laughs) you know and it's all there's a call to arms at the end about this you know battle against dark side but he has it's all fucked up by whether he can or can't go and then Barta smacks a show of him and they go it's it's really good it's super new godsy and Kirby and shit like that but it's super accessible for a guy who knows shit about that um it's, I'm, I'm really excited about it because, I mean, I, I was so on board with what he did with Vision and what he's doing with Batman that I'll – frankly, i mean doing to think you're right. So I'm interested to in see how this works out. It's cool. I would recommend it to anybody who just likes, you know, cool shit. It's good. Yeah, that's all I got. All I got we're talking about. What you got, Nice? Uh,
4: Nothing except – as you were talking about the, the, the Defenders, I remembered that The Defenders comes out Friday on Netflix. Yeah, it does. Uh, so that's cool. And then as I was oh, thinking God about that, your, uh, more more ants? No, Nicole made – I'm going out Friday night. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you poor boy. Uh, so I was scrolling through Twitter, and I saw a uh, uh, headline for uh, the Defenders, Scott Glenn join Stephen King's Castle Rock series. Have you heard about this, Lee? Yeah, yeah. So it's essentially, it's a Hulu series based on Stephen King's Castle Rock, which is a fictional town in Maine. Yeah, a lot of his books take place in or around there. Yeah, and apparently it's going to be like a Stephen King multiverse show. (laughs) Essentially what you kind of explained Dark Tower was to me. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like uh, kind of like an anthology thing. That's nuts. Bill Skarsgård, who plays Pennywise in the new Pennywa- in the new It movie, is going to be in the cast. That's could, could actually kind of genius. Pennywise be on TV? That's nuts.
2: That's kind of genius. I, I like that.
4: I, it says, um, uh, "What what was the line that I just read that I thought was fucking nuts?" Uh, it's going to touch, elude reference, or otherwise flat-out depict all kinds of stuff, for, stuff from King's novels. So if you're a Stephen King fan at any level, there's no telling who might turn up alive or dead. That's cool. I like that. That's crazy stuff, man. That's very cool. There were all kinds of cool uh, Stephen King throwbacks in the Dark Tower movie, too. Uh, like, right. like They had like, one promo that leaned on that. But like I was talking to you at Mahoney's, all these people are trying to make shared universes and they didn't lean on that more for dark tower yeah like the entire crux of the dark
2: tower leans itself to that so much it's so weird they didn't do it but like they um yeah uh, there's like a lady walking her dog and it's a big ass you know saint bernard you know what i mean right. So like a kudo dog and he's uh the kid jake's in his room playing with his buddy and his buddy's got like a he's this big you know, red Chevy you know, it's Christine he's playing this big Christine car or whatever right. Shit like little,
4: little things like that that are really cool just winks and nods yeah there's a shot in the trailer where Roland is or Roland or the kid is standing in this forest and there's this big dilapidated archway that says Pennywise on it yeah yeah Do, like and that it's not like they're trying to make a shared universe happen that's part of the dark tower it already exists exactly yeah it already yeah. exists so i i can't believe that they didn't utilize that because of shared universe uh fatigue because it wasn't until the mummy came out that people were like all right we need to chill on these fucking shared universes
2: yeah. <laughs> but it's like uh when you get a dark tower book even like today like by the paperbacks or whatever you know it's like Okay, these are Dark Tower books. You know, there's the seven of those, and then below that, on the second page or whatever, it's like, and here are all the books that like tangentially touch upon this world. There's like thirty fucking books, that like in some way, like kind of just you know cradle the balls of what's going on. You know, kind of kind
4: of there. You know, it's pretty cool. It's not stuff. Yeah, that's it for me. What'd you watch on TV, Jose?
3: Persons of interest. We're getting there. Oh
4: no, it's pretty uh, good. I, I didn't know it with was fucking grandma. Yeah, <laughs> created Share? by
3: Christopher Nolan's brother.
4: Shares taste in TV shows is apparently the same. Like she shares a Hulu with my parents. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's straight up like nursing home TV. You guys watch.
3: <laughs> it's fucking. It's Jesus Batman running around protecting people.
4: Uh, To be fair, though, like, Persons of Interest, they promoted at New York Comic Con. Like, they had a panel for it every year, so, you know. It's good. It's pretty
3: good. It's got some filler episodes, but when it's on track with the story, the story's pretty good. Oh,
4: have uh, have you seen any of uh, Amy Acker yet? The biggest star in and China. It, she
3: she's all over the show.
4: Yeah, she's a big fucking character. Like she came
3: in way earlier than I thought she was going. Wasn't
4: wasn't she like one of the the main villains or something like that? She one of the
3: she, people of interest. <laughs> she was the good guy. Hey. She came off as a bad guy. They they both kind of had the same intent. They just didn't know it, and they were going against each other. Ah, and
4: but we were best uh, friends all the, along.
3: The chick that the first time they meet, she kind of has her um, handcuffed and semi-tortured. Ah,
4: yes, the the brunette Sarah shocking. Yeah, and now they love well, each other.
3: Spoiler alert: something happened, but but a kiss happened before that so it's about to go down in so this the whole act this whole adventure of persons of interest is uh waiting for this les moment (laughs) because every episode she you know she's like i don't think it's happening are you sure and i'm like no it's coming it's coming and like at every at every possible, it's like, is this it? Is this it? And when it finally happened, we fucking
4: explode. Persons of interest is responsible for so many sexual awakenings in China. That's so funny. It's so weird how things take off.
3: A fucking line that went out to the food court. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that, people. And we've 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 seen the Beatles. We we've seen Walking Dead in its fucking heyday, hype. Yeah, you know where the next, the following year they had they put up barricades because of their panel the previous right. year, right? And
4: then the next year they were at Madison Square Garden. And yeah, fuck, Jesus that Christ! Year. But Amy Acker,
3: a line that had a line <laughs> that went to the fucking food court these chicks pushed security guards (laughs) shoved them out of the way when they were told there's no more room they said we will make room by moving you and i will take your spot in this place
4: it's funny uh we were we're working on a video for the next shanghai comic-con and they've got one entertainment guest and it's that matthew bomber guy who was in was he on the show white collar Okay, sure, yeah. He, he's a very Superman y looking guy, and he's like their one main celebrity <clears throat> guest. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, what? Why are they even bothering? They should have just got fucking Amy Acker again. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> they should call it Amy Acker Shanghai Comic Con.
3: Shanghai Express. So there there's five seasons where four, ep, four uh, season four, around episode 13. And there's 23 and 4. And then there's 13 and 5.
4: Oh, cool. Like, this is all information that we could use. <laughs> so,
3: I'm just saying. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. So, you're almost so We're done. almost done with it. And then after that, we're going to fight through Lost. She's like, man, I don't even remember what the fuck's going on. We're going to have to restart that. And I said, nope. Uh, nope. We're picking up where we left off. I'll tell you what happened.
4: <laughs> they have those previously on Lost <laughs> recaps.
3: Sometimes they don't... Like, they're cut off.
4: Oh, Uh, because of Netflix?
3: Yeah, when we push play, it jumps in. So, like you You gotta rewind. The cut off of it, and I was like, man, I ain't pushing (laughs) fun. So, I don't know. But Defenders, y'all.
4: Yeah, Defenders. Yeah, don't, don't even bother with the last few episodes of Luke Cage.
3: Well, I at least want to get through the the was it cotton mouth cotton king
4: yes he's great he's so, so good
3: I, I the last episode i saw was him blowing up the diner so i i need
4: to jesus you're super early oh okay yeah you can I, watch i, I,
3: I want to flesh that out and then you pr- i'll even, probably stop after that and then just watch the season the the, the last one.
4: you haven't even seen the homage to the classic costume
3: oh wait no no, no. okay i'm sorry that's the last one we saw. Because I remember that when he, he had the the little helmet thing on.
4: Okay. So you have yeah, seen yeah.
1: that. We cool. saw was that. the prison Classic. flashback.
4: But Cottonmouth is still alive. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So
3: I, I haven't seen what happens with that.
4: So then after so, after defenders and you guys finish up uh, lost you guys gonna watch some uh, Quincy medical examiner next? <laughs> <laughs> it was some <a> Columbo, murder <laughs> she wrote. Or she wrote, wrote the the Kojak remake with Ving Rhames. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Uh, man, I had and to that- I had to Google search Jack Klugman to make sure I got the Quincy name right. <laughs>
3: Versus of interest though, it's pretty good.
4: You, you guys should watch um, the following with Kevin Bacon. That show is actually great, and the concept is amazing. Yeah, I like that show quite a lot. I actually. just feel like you you guys should catch up on all the shows that they promoted at New York Comic Con that don't exist anymore. Uh, next, you should Go watch on. the you should watch the Pete Holmes show. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest fucking banner ever took over the spot that the walking dead banner was every year <laughs> oh man just think about how many like uh haitian hurricane damaged houses are being their their roofs are being covered by pete holmes banner right now oh god
3: as they're running around in Cavs championship <laughs> Ooh. and atlanta falcon super bowl hats
4: Oh, God. I bet you some of those Atlanta Falcon Super Bowl hats had sweat stains on them from dudes actually wearing them at the game. Mm. Lightly worn. Sports. Lightly. Fuck. All right, let's call it.
3: Dead at 12.01. <laughs> Play the music. Yeah. Cop- episode- Copyright Dingus is Ep- in the book.
4: <laughs> episode 389. <laughs> Copyright Dingus
0: fucking hell <laughs>
4: <Okay>. <laughs> who's listening to our show <laughs> it's it's the past calling in <laughs> Lee are you that b- far behind us are you even there Lee I'm back
2: now okay. I'm a fucking chrome updated and it, I've, it closed all my shit and my YouTube window came back up so I'm good now I'm uh, alright
4: I see I see I see stupid chrome uh no i did it back i'm sorry i love you chrome it's funny uh so because my my mic audio wasn't working on the youtube stream last week i did have to re-upload the show to youtube because it was it was at least five minutes where you oh, couldn't hear me lot. yeah it was it was awful it was terrible and then uh jose talking over the entire break music <laughs> <laughs> but i left in i, re- I replaced the music audio but I left in when he's talking over the ripped commercial because the discussion that we had when we came back from break was too good to not <laughs> have that in there to reference. But what was funny is uh, apparently we had one thumbs down on that video, and Mary saw it when she went into to listen to the show. She's like, "I'm gonna give them a thumbs up, <laughs> just so no. just so it evens it out." She's the best. Yeah, you guys should uh, like like our uh, shows on YouTube. Even if you don't listen to them on YouTube, you should click on the links and like them and smash that subscribe button, fam. Yeah, what's going to hurt? Why not? Leave a comment. I did realize that the live chat on the live show on YouTube does not translate to the recorded version. So you can come watch, listen to the show live Ah. and chat, and none of your inflammatory things are going to translate all right. Into internet history.
2: Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. What the fuck on?
4: All right.
3: You hear that, Robbie? <laughs> we, <laughs> oh,
4: yes. I guess Robbie Wrist isn't going to make it this week, so we'll try again for next week. That's spot, yeah, you next week. Keep hope alive. You It'll be all right. We you need to get in touch, Robbie, before Kelly Harris has to bury you live on air. Don't want that. Pizza guys it. got
1: Three
4: minutes. Uh huh. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's call it. Good time.
2: Good show. Let's do it again next week. That's a good plan. I like that idea.
4: Yeah. Talking Defenders. What's that? Talking Defenders next week. Oh, God damn. It. I'm so excited about Defenders. Some SummerSlam. I'm, I'm excited. And fuck SummerSlam. It's all defended all the time.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, all you, I want
4: in my life. You're probably not going to be able to watch SummerSlam because you're going to be catching up on Defenders on Sunday night <laughs> since you got plans all weekend. I'm never watching SummerSlam. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> like, I, I do not care. And Mary and I are going to try and see a shuttle launch this weekend. It was supposed to be on oh, right, Sunday cool. morning, but it got moved up to Friday. So we're crossing our fingers that it gets delayed a day so that we could see it. And uh, oh, yeah, hopefully, cool. hopefully, Big Bird won't be on it.
2: Wow, that's so crazy. That is nuts.
4: Really, really that's good great. documentary. I recommend it if if you're interested in shit like that.
2: I'll take that out. Gonna...
4: I have not watched the Elmo documentary. I had Fuck it in Elmo. my I had it in my queue, and then uh, Kevin Clash did some uh, weirdo things and. Also,
2: just fuck Elmo as a thing. Like, Elmo
4: sucks. And they kind of go into that in the Big Bird documentary, too. It's like, yeah, and then, uh, you know, it just became the Elmo show. Big Bird kind of got pushed to the back. Straight up. Yeah. Big Bird leaked the footage. <laughs> it's
2: terrible. Terrible. Poor guy.
3: Yeah, let's do it again next week. Uh,
2: email us popcast at panelsonpage.com or I'll leave the voicemail by calling six one six nine five one one pop, and we'll play him Kelly, be back next week to regale us with adventure of the midnight comic book retailing. Which I don't want to do that.
4: Oh, uh, glad doing it. Somebody's sh- got to. I'm sure it'll go fine, but what if a bunch of like alt right dudes come in there to buy Batman comics? Ugh. Gross.
2: I don't want to think about that. They should just be like quietly, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it will be
4: good stories, though.
2: Oh, it will be a great story. That's for damn sure. <laughs> gross. Super fucking gross. Get him. Get him. Yeah, man. That's it. The four Jason Nines, Jose Guzman, and Kelly is out there somewhere. I'm the Lord Reverend Rodriguez. We'll talk to you guys next week uh, at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central. YouTube.com/slash/panels-on-pages. Yeah, night, kids. Love you. Goodbye.
1: Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good. It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo. boo! Boo! Boo!
0: Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic,
4: doing the dishes, counting your steps—you know, all the mundane stuff.